Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, it's so lovely to be on the show with you, Jacent. Uh, my name is Laurel Ashley. Currently, I am a confidence coach for women entrepreneurs who want to achieve a confident mindset and scale their business with ease and have less overwhelm. Ooh, 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 ooh. That is just, I mean, one sounds like the most fulfilling work because I'm sure as clients are making progress and and experiencing the ease that they maybe thought they would not (laughs) otherwise have, um, that you get to watch that unfold. But on the other hand, you know, for, for them, they're the ones kind of being able to design, right. To some extent, the business and the life of their dreams. I would love to know, like, how did you find yourself doing that work? Oh, absolutely. So currently I am a New York based flight attendant and during COVID, it just gave me the desire to really find my purpose in life. So the slowdown was real side eye. Mm -hmm. Um, Your girl had way too much time on her hands to think. And I believe that's kind of where it all started. Just the constant need for me to improve myself and be truly successful. Uh, My bachelor's degree is in social work. So I have a bit of a clinical background And that really just inspired me to figure out like what's missing, like what's that fuzziness that, clouding my mind and just the lack of clarity was evident being that everyone was home. Well, I was home from my job (laughs) um, because flying was just, there was no, there was no flying. So it set, it just put me in this finding out the real idea or the true passion, just knowing that you want more for your life and being able to make a positive impact on others So it just led me down this journey of getting deep within myself and doing a lot of deep work with coaches to find out like, where, where am I really going? Like, what is it that truly inspires me outside of helping people Mm -hmm. at my present work, right? It led me down to really understanding like the employee versus employer mindset, like getting into that real nitty gritty of what would it look like to run a business for myself, to become an entrepreneur, to really help others using my own personal experiences. And that's where things just took off from there last year in 2020. Wow. You know, I think obviously while there were a lot of challenges, you know, dare I say like tribulations, obstacles, right? Um, I feel like a lot of the time that's often when like rebirth or new birth or kind of like being a phoenix, right? Like you're forced or under pressure and you're able to come out of it with a different awareness, with more clarity, with a new direction. Um, And to some extent, it sounds like, you know, that kind of happened in your situation, right? Like you had no choice with being at home with having a lot of time on your hands with your mind wandering to uh, have these questions come up and not be able to like not address them. And so it sounds like it helped you to, to be able to not just 
come to some conclusions for yourself, but also for that to then turn into, you know, a way of serving in the world that is so needed and necessary. I'm a therapist by trade. And so, you know, one of the things that I've really noticed is in therapy, when we're doing mental health work in counseling, a lot of the times, you know, career comes up, work comes up, confidence comes up. And we weren't, I wasn't trained to be like a career coach or anything like that. Right. But, you know, it's, it's something that comes up so often that, especially with women that I think it's so helpful for people to be out there in the world supporting in in the way that they know how. Um, And so then as you were kind of carving your own lane in the last year or so, what were some of the common denominators or themes that you saw and were like, okay, well, this is where, this is how I need to serve. This is how I need to create a program or an approach that helps people make progress. So one of the things that stood out to me the most was just knowing how to be able to give value and not feel scared doing it based on not having the certification. Hmm. Being able to say, I can do this without having this stamp of approval of like, okay, yeah, you are a certified coach. Mm. It took me really reflecting and saying, I can do this based on my experiences. I can help women based on my experiences with the education that I currently have. Because I feel like the the coach word, it, <sighs> gets, it, it gets thrown out there and everyone's like, oh, you're a coach. This person's a coach. That person's a coach. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to know what it really meant to become a coach. So for me, that looked like hiring several coaches and having mentors and being able to strategize like the areas that I needed help with so that I can execute giving value and really transforming the lives of women so that they can live their full potential, knowing that I did that work myself in that specific area. Because therapy and counseling and coaching they're all three different areas. They're not the same. And I knew I wanted to step away a bit from that aspect of working on like the past and really motivating women and taking them through like that their future self and working on solution focused problems or working through problems more from a solution base. Like what can mm-hmm. we do to alleviate this? What can so that's kind of how I approached stepping into that and being able to work with my clients. So it's a little bit different from consulting and advising, right? I like to hold a space for clients and let them be able to answer the questions themselves and just kind of like, and it's just when you hear like the ahas and the moments where it's like, oh, wow, like, and that is what I really enjoy constantly serving and being able to provide that service to people in need because I've struggled a lot with it. So I know, or I knew there were a lot of other women who needed that help in a one-on-one capacity. Yeah, I love that. And so, you know, for for the work that you now get to do and the transformations you get to see, for those who have maybe some of like, quote unquote, the most significant transformations, right? What makes them similar or what things are they doing or or thinking that are similar um, that have become kind of indicators for you to be able to say like, okay, this person's going to do really well because of their mindset or because of their work ethic or what would you say some of those commonalities are? 
I would say some of the commonalities I see a lot is the mindset work, uh, a lot of fear, a lot of lack of confidence in their worth, knowing what their worth is, mm-hmm. as well as communication. That's a really big one. It's funny because, you know, we go to school for years and years and years, right? But we never take communications class until like college, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, even though we're communicating like months after we're born, we hear people communicating while we're in the womb. So it's like, I don't know if, if we think it's like by osmosis or by trial by error, or just like we think we're going to learn these things um, in passing. But, you know, communication being a skill, just like riding a bike, just like math, but something that we don't learn strategically and intentionally until college is wild to me. And I see the same thing as far as like communication coming up as something that's hard because people have challenges communicating their boundaries, um, have challenges having hard conversations, have challenges not negotiating salary, asking for what they want and need. You know what I mean? And communication obviously is more than just verbal. It's also nonverbal, right? It's like how you carry yourself and and what you are telling people with your body and, and your energy. And so, you know, between that and the the fears, there's definitely enough for someone to always, you know, have something to be working on, which I think is kind of like human nature. Um, But like you mentioned, you know, you hired coaches and you got support to be able to have awareness beyond yourself, right? So there were things that you saw, but, you know, having someone else looking at your situation is kind of like having someone be able to see your blind spot. So, I mean, how important do you feel like it is for someone to be investing in themselves? And in what ways do you think that they should be investing in themselves if they say they want to do better in life, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, professionally? Oh, man. I would say me having a clinical background and getting a therapist was probably one of the best things that I could do for myself. Because having that working through career challenges with a therapist And then working with a coach, that leading me to work with a coach to kind of figure out certain things, I feel like they can go hand in hand and Mm -hmm. move mountains. To be motivated and confident to live your best life, as they say, and be independent when you're faced with challenges in life and not to feel overwhelmed, that I would say is a must (laughs) for anyone. I would always say, and it took a lot for me to break down and really say, hey, you know what? I'm going to try this. Like, you know, I pulled out my own DSM-5 and I was like, hmm, okay, let me just check this out. Let me just see, like, is this, like, is, is this something that I think I need or I'm just doing it just because, or, you know, how do I go about like doing this? And it's important as a therapist to have a therapist, as well as it's important as a coach to have a coach. I say that to a lot of people because it's another thing that's really important. So for any person who's seeking to improve, when you're looking into getting a coach, definitely make sure the coach has a coach. That's (laughs) something I would say. Um, Being able to know like where you are and where you'd like to be, like what does your, what, what goals, like what does life look like for you in the next 12 months? What could it possibly look like? Um, having boundaries, being consistent, maybe having something, another job as well as your nine to five, starting a business, like whatever it is, if you'd like to travel more, 
there's so many things I feel like people would like to work on their personal development skills and reading and YouTube university and Googling everything is all well and great, but having someone work with you can give you quicker results and can have a big impact in your life. I love it. Yeah. You know, I think about, I think about sports teams, even though I don't really watch sports, but most teams, right? Even most individuals have a whole staff, like a whole conglomerate of people that are supporting their ability to perform at a high level and be successful. You know what I mean? And so, you know, if it's football, there's the defense coach, offense coach, special teams coach, like there's all kinds of different coaches that are helping for this team to be successful. I'm sure Beyonce, even though she's an individual, you know, has a vocal coach and then there's, she's got a choreographer and then she has, you know, someone who's doing costume and makeup. And and so no one is an island. And I think in some ways we somehow learn maybe from society or whatever, that we're supposed to learn how to manage things on our own. Mm. Um, and we get this message that you're supposed to to be able to, you know, figure it out or or you know, get the answer in your own way, but that doesn't that's counterproductive and counterintuitive to the people that we look up to most. <laughs> and and the people that are quote unquote, right? Like doing the best, they're not doing it that way. So why would we do it that way and we have much less resources than they do? So it's like it's not about it being expensive and like you, you know, not being able to to find a way to do it. But I think there's also a lot of options out there um, to be able to to get the support in place. And it might just be starting in one area. So you might have to do a self-assessment to say, do I start with counseling or do I start with coaching before I, I onboard the other person? But really just envisioning like who is your success team, your success squad is what I like to call it. And I love that you mentioned that they can go hand in hand, that you can do, you know, the therapeutic work and like you mentioned the solution focused goal oriented work in the in the present moment to get you to your future self at the same time they actually you know go really well together so i love that you mentioned that most definitely definitely i think a lot of mistakes i see a woman make as well as clients they think that their story is not good enough mm. based on they need mm. the perfect story or they need to prove something to fit in. And I'm like, no, you know, that that belief, that foundational belief and that inner work can go so deep at any level. You, you saying, you know, not believing your story is good enough, I think really like hits a no. And I think somebody might feel like their toes just got stepped on, right? Like, because what happens is, and it's so weird, we look at other people's lives and other people's stories. For example, I was on Instagram and there was a post about Keanu Reeves. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, when he was growing up, this crazy thing happened to him. And then like his like brother died of an overdose. And and then his kid was stillborn. And then his wife died. And, and he's still, you know, finds a way to really try to serve at a high level in his life, right? And so we look at someone else like, oh my gosh, like look at what they've overcome and and look at how they're able to kind of still be standing and, and seek to serve in the world significantly. And then we look at our own situations in our own lives and then we diminish and minimize, you know what I mean, our experiences and how they maybe are are a mosaic for mm-hmm. us to be able to to be unique and have a 
a specific way of serving in the world. And I, it's, it's funny because I always think about like people looking at like my story, probably people looking at you like, oh my gosh, look at where you're at. It's so amazing. And you're like, I mean, it wasn't really like the most fun while it was happening, right? Like being stuck at home and like not being, not being able to, to live the way that you were used to, all of this stuff coming up that, you know, you maybe didn't realize was there or whatever, like that maybe wasn't fun while it was happening. You can tell the story now, but while you were in it, it probably was really challenging. But because of that, now you're in this place. And I know I can say the same thing about my story. I'm like, I literally got divorced and my dad died months later. Like that just, that's that what was that wasn't fun while it was happening. <laughs> I mean, it's my story. It is what it is. I could talk about it now, you know, but usually the things in our life that we are most that are most painful, that we're most scared of like being seen for or whatever the case may be, obviously privacy matters, are typically the things and the places where, you know, our greatest area of impact lies. You know what I mean? Oh, no, most definitely. Like you said, that was, it was an awakening because from going to, going to Paris for the day for croissant, (laughs) flying to Italy for some pasta, to (laughs) being at home for six months, yeah, a lot can change in that time. Wow. Okay. So then let's say, you know, someone's like, all right, I know there's something I need to to do differently in order to see things, you know, evolve in the direction that I want in my life. I just don't know where to begin. What would you say to that person? I would definitely say to, first of all, focus on improving the right areas your self-awareness, being able to not hold yourself back and being aware of any limiting beliefs that you may have. And I know that word gets played around a lot uh, currently Mm -hmm. in the online space, but it is a thing and it is real. And it's something that you have to constantly work on. Fears will come up. Taking risks, making better decisions, these things are going to come up. So it's really getting real with yourself. And I know A lot of people talk about journaling and meditation and other techniques that may, it may work for some, it may not work for others. So I always tend to tell people to look within themselves and just find what's most comfortable for you in the space to really do some deep work and think quietly, like really get deep into your, listen to your subconscious. And if it's something that you're not sure of doing, then that's where having a coach and someone can really help you work through those things with a little bit of NLP can guide you into creating some more awareness, self-awareness. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, gosh, the best place to start because you can't do anything about something that you don't know is there, you know? And so the awareness gives you, you know, the indication of where something is at and and what might need some further attention, right? Like, so when you have a stomach ache, that means you've become aware that something is going on in that location in your body. When you have a cough, when you have, you know, a backache or a headache, it's giving you an indication of where something is going on and where something needs attention. And so I think mental, emotionally, um, the same thing happens, but you that can only occur when you are practicing self-awareness. Because honestly, unfortunately, I think so many people get so used to ignoring themselves Mm -hmm. and learning how to diminish and minimize their own experiences and what comes up for them, that then they forget 
how to pay attention to those signals. Um, and again, it's a skill, so it can be worked out and exercised to be strengthened um, and work in your favor. So I love, love, love that you mentioned that. And I would also love for everyone to know, like, how can they continue to learn from you? Where can they find you online to be able to tap in and um, keep getting these gems? Because if you've been listening to this point and you ain't been taking notes, you probably need to go back and listen to it again because you just dropped some serious bombs, simple things that you can be doing to be able to start this process of of your journey in this season because it's a constant journey you know life is never going to stop giving us opportunities to grow and stretch but you know in this season of your life she definitely gave you some things to go off of that you can implement starting today to be able to make progress so where can everyone find you Oh, definitely. You can find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most at Laurel Ashley. And if you are looking forward to taking any next best steps, any action steps and being held accountable, shoot me a DM. Okay. Shoot, shoot her a DM. She doesn't told you what to do. And sometimes people don't pay attention to the signs. You know what I mean? When they, when opportunities arise, because they're like, hmm, that sounds interesting, or maybe I should do that. And then they ignore it, that impulse that is for their best good, um, which then they later regret. And so if you feel like you know this conversation resonates with you, something was said that really feels like it's in alignment with where you're at or what you're struggling with, um, then just take action. There's no harm. There's nothing, there's nothing lost in, in tapping in and following, you know, following her page, which, you know, will be linked in the show notes, sending a DM, even if it's just to say, Hey, like, I really appreciated what you mentioned on the podcast, like letting people know, um, when they have, when they have served you in a way, I think is also such, such an amazing thing to do because you didn't have to spend your time here today with us. And I appreciate you for that. You know, it means a lot. You could be doing millions of other things. So I want to make sure to express my gratitude and I would love to encourage anyone listening to do the same in their life in whatever way that looks like, because it's reciprocal and it generates more gratitude and appreciation that we draw back into our own lives. So seriously, appreciate you so much for being on the show today and, and just giving us wonderful, you know, wonderful words of wisdom from your own experience um, to be able to go off of and really like make 2022 a significant year in our lives. So thank you. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.